Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode 34 of the Respect Our Decision podcast. As always, this is your boy, Hirsch, and with me are my two great co-hosts, the hype man, Wes. Good, good, Anish. And CJ, the man, McCann. What's going on? Hey, hey, Gator Nation, man. We got a jam-up show this week, man. Recruiting is heating up. Uh, Had a scrimmage yesterday for the football team. A lot of information out there about that. And the baseball team took down the defending College World Series champions over the weekend. CJ's going to talk about that and around the bases later on in the show. Man, good time for Gators out there, man. We got some stuff going on. As always, guys, make sure you go out there and download the episode. And if you're watching this on YouTube, man, hey, be a friend, man. It costs nothing to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button up there, man. And drop us a like on the video. We appreciate it. Leave us a comment and make sure you hit the notification bell so you get notification anytime we drop new content. And if you're an advertiser out there or you've got a small business and you're looking to advertise your business, shoot us a DM at Respect Our Decision on uh, Twitter. You can find us there at Respect Our DCN. Shoot us a DM, man, and see if we can uh, we can hook you up with some advertising, man. We got plenty of slots available. We'd love to. Love to help you out and help out a gator business, man. So shoot us a shot, shoot us a DM on that. And guys, as always, we are partnered with Prize Picks, man. It's a hot time in sports right now to go ahead and sign up with Prize Picks. Man, NBA playoffs coming up tomorrow. MLB opening day, man. What a great time to to drop some lines on the MLB and the Masters right around the corner. If you're a big golf fan, man, check out the Masters. And if you're like CJ and you just want football year-round, man, you're That's checking right. out that XFL action and USFL action. Football yep. nonstop on the docket. 
got the final four women's and men's final four man this is the week this is the week to do it man drop it hit our code respect 100 and get 100 match to your opening deposit go make that money man that's what you got to do guys the florida gators this week on monday picked up a commitment from the safety named josiah davis out of nashville georgia now, his ranking is not going to shoot off the chart at you. It's not going to be like, oh, my God, top 50 kid. No, Josiah Davis is a project kid. He's he's a guy that's making a name for himself. He's number 480 overall in the composite. And I know, I know, everybody, you know, they get the three-star commitment. They're like, oh, well, he's, you know, he doesn't have a lot of tape out there. He's going to shoot up the rankings. I'm going to say this. I'll trust Corey Raymond's evaluations 10 out of 10 times. We saw it last year. Uh, J.C. Jackson, you know, uh, Jakeem Jackson comes into mind absolutely right off the bat. Started off low profile, shot up rankings. Kids going to play this year, it looks like, from what we've seen so far in the in, in spring football. Guys, uh, I'll, CJ, I'll start with you, man. What's your takes on Josiah? I know you've got some passion. I am I I upset. Like, it, it hurt me to see so many people – Upset that a kid committed to Florida. I love, I love when any kid commits to Florida. But let me take a minute to defend Josiah Davis for just a second. I live in the South Georgia area. I know where Josiah plays high school football. I've seen him play high school football. He plays in Berrien County, which is in Nashville, Georgia. And if you've ever been to Nashville, Georgia, you'll know that there isn't much in Nashville, Georgia. There's only about 4,000 people that live there. It's not a rich town. There's not a lot of money there, and you need money to camp. So the kid probably doesn't camp a whole bunch because he, he might not be able to like afford to go camp a whole bunch. And nobody's going to cover the kid playing football because he plays in the 1A division of Georgia high school football. So he hasn't gotten a lot of looks. But when the coaches go and they evaluate him, and you look at the teams that have offered him now, and you look at Tennessee wanted him, North Carolina State wanted him. Obviously, there's something there. The kid has has shown his biggest stat that jumps off the page is how proficient he is in the kick return game. Maybe for just a minute, let's just think, maybe that's why we recruited him. Because as many times as we've been on this show right here talking about how, man, I wish we had a kick returner. I wish we had a kid that could just open it up in the kick return game. Maybe that's why he's brought into the class, among other things, for sure. But, like, you need kids that fill every position and every need on the team. Maybe that's the need he was brought in to fill. I don't care about his star ranking. I don't, I don't give a crap about any of that. We, we've talked many a time about how, like, bull crap those things are a lot of the time anyway because they're kind of biased. And, and especially in his case, he doesn't play in a big city. He doesn't play for a big-name high school. Kid guys – Guys that that fill out these star cards and write up these reviews aren't driving to Nashville, Georgia, to watch football on a Friday night to to review this kid. He probably isn't sending in a lot of tape. I don't know what what they have in the way of like video equipment at Nash in Nashville at Berrien County High School. It's just a small school, and the kid's obviously an athlete. He's obviously been evaluated by our coaches to come in here and be a lightning rod, and that's what his stats show. 
So let's wait for a minute. Let's pump the brakes. Let's see if he can go up the rankings. He's got a whole nother year to play football. He's still got a senior season to get through. Now there's going to be more eyes on him than ever that he's committed to the University of Florida. So let's see what he really can do before we freak out. And if he doesn't grow and he doesn't progress and, and he doesn't show like what they think he is capable of, he won't he won't probably won't be in the class. I mean, that's that's it. But don't freak out because we took a three star kid from, you know, a small town in Georgia and act like you know better than the coaches. CJ, you can't troll on Twitter.com if if the star ranking isn't high enough. I mean, that's all we care about, don't you know? Oh, Jesus. That Wes, might- how you feel about the take of Josiah Davis? I mean, I'm good with it. Uh, uh, some of the stuff CJ was saying I agree with. Um, and as we've custom to say on this podcast, in Corey Raymond, I trust. So, um, he may have not got a lot of looks, but I, one person looked at him and saw him and decided he was a date for the University of Florida. And to me, that's all that matters. Um, the kid ran 11 4 3 and 11 2 1 into 100 meters. Uh, he, he, like uh, CJ said, uh, you know what Andre DeBose was recruited here as wide receiver? You know what he did? Return punts and return kickoffs. You know what Brandon James did at University of Florida? He, he was used sparingly as a receiver, but his specialty was returning punts, returning kickoffs. This kid is a football player, so that's what you want. You you can find a place to put him. If you, he's a football he's a football guy. Played running back, did kick return, played DB. He's a, he was all over the place. And it, him playing at a one A school down there in Georgia, you know he's kind of, he's, he's going to be bred it tough. Uh, and that's the type of guy you want uh, on on your roster. Uh, uh, we CJ alluded to the Jake Jakeem Jackson. I think that was uh, her related. One of you guys talked about Jakeem Jackson. How he shot up the rings. Who knows what this kid's end game will be? But like CJ said, when a, a lot of eyes are not going to be on him because he's committed to the University of Florida, and he has solid offers. NC State has a good program. Tennessee, we can say what we want to say about him, but they did win a lot of games last year, and Hype was trying to turn that thing around. So the kid has eyes on him, and he chose Florida by the virtue of Corey Raymond, and I like that. And if, if he turns out just to be a special day on part of kick return, I'll show love. You know, I'm clamoring that maybe Eugene Wilson might be that guy for us this year so that we don't have to use uh, ETN in that position, knowing that he's going to be the second back a lot of the time. So I'm happy. I'm, 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 I'm solid with the kid. We have more DBs hopefully coming. I mean, this is not the saying that this guy's going to come and start day one. That's not this type. Of, he's a development guy. Sometimes you take those guys in class. So. Um, I'm happy with the, the the take. If Quarter Rain is happy with the take, so I, I'm sold. Yeah, this is one of those things where the uh, the army comes into play, and uh, relationships with, in, you know, where your relationships in the, on the recruiting trail come into play. Because as CJ said, this is a kid that probably doesn't have a whole lot of tape out there, but somehow the tape got found. Whether that was by a coach handing one of our coaches a tape on the trail, being like, "Hey, man, I got a kid here. He's special." Would you mind taking a look at him, maybe showing Coach Raymond the tape? And it goes from there. Like that, this is the prime example of how relationships on the trail work. Because, like, like CJ alluded to, this might be a kid that can't go to camp, um, just doesn't have the means. But hey, a guy knows a guy. Hey, look at this tape, watch this kid. You won't be disappointed. Kid scored 21 touchdowns last year, seven on kick returns. Oh, I mean, that's great. So he doesn't play against the best competition, but he shines, and that's what he should do against the competition he plays. So, like we said, let's see how he develops. He's going into a senior year. 
like to see what he puts on paper. I'm sure the coaching staff has been in touch with him and said, this is what we'd like to see you do this year, what we'd like to see you work on. And as, as CJ alluded to, if he doesn't show that growth, then that might be a kid that down the line, if you need the spot and he's not showing the growth that you need, you say, sorry, young man, it's just not in the cards right now. So a lot and of guys. Too, on, everybody yeah. takes three stars. Everybody. Everybody, takes, everybody. Alabama takes three stars. Georgia takes three stars. And, Ohio State takes three and stars. And we got beat up last year for not taking three stars because right. at the end of the year, oh, we didn't have any three stars and we didn't – our class wasn't ranked up. high enough. You know, it's it's a lose-lose situation. <laughs> you need depth guys too. I mean, yeah, that safety room is very young right now. Our safety room is tremendously young. You need a guy that could come in and say, hey, maybe you do some special teams work learn the position two years down the road, it's yours to try to take. Exactly. That's how it works, man. Um, Corey Raymond effect is, is in full effect and we're going to get to that in a minute, but we got some, uh, some bigger news is, you know, we wanted to cover first and that started last Thursday. We talked about it last week's show, DJ Lagway coming to town to meet up with five-star receiver, Jeremiah Smith. And, um, by all accounts, that visit went very well. Now, not saying that a flip is imminent. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying, do not put that out there yet. Uh, I wouldn't count, I'm not counting that egg until it is firmly in the basket and uh, in the pan. <laughs> but um, um, they had a great time. Lots of pictures posted on social media. DJ was posting pictures on Twitter, on his Instagram live, you know, just all over the place of them doing photo shoots together. They went to practice after they were connected at the hip. Um, They really connected. And that's one of the things the staff wanted to do was get those two together, try to form a bond. Ohio State, where he's currently committed. Remember, they lost their quarterback for this class. So there's nobody in that class reaching out to Jerry. I know. Granted, they still have Brian Hartline. Let's let's not discount that. I mean, the number one wide receiver coach in the whole country, and that's that's their edge. It's a huge edge. But it's nice to get the kid on campus with a quarterback that says, "Look, we're going to come in together, man. We can make noise." Everyone that's seen this kid play says he's the most incredible receiver they've seen in five six years, um, and. Allegedly, I, I, he didn't tell me this, but Billy Napier thinks the same thing. And if you know, Billy Napier has coached some pretty damn good wide receivers. Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, you know, just to start. And if he compares you to those guys, you're probably pretty damn good. So, look, not going to blow it out of proportion. We know there's a lot of work left to be done. Um, I think the coaches would like to try to get him back for the spring game. And that's going to be the thing, man. We're going to have to wait and see. Does he visit again? And when does he visit? Is DJ here when he visits? And then you can start to connect some dots if that happens. Like, you know, if he doesn't visit again, then it's, you know, hey, we gave it a shot, and that's all you can do. But if he does visit again, Things might start to get interesting. Wes, you got any thoughts? I, I know you're I know you're skeptical. Yeah, you know, me and you had a conversation, I think, yesterday offline. Um, you know how I feel about the 24 class. I feel like 
this is the class that they, they had time to build relationships with for a future like 25 and 26 class. But this is the class they had a whole year to reach out and connect with kids. It was big that we have a quarterback that came uh, all the way from Texas to meet uh, this kid. DJ is a true definition of a leader, uh, the type of guy you want leading not only your, your class, but your, your your organization if you were a CEO like Billy Napier is of this uh, particular program. DJ got to have a and b here by now. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> to, to fly down and meet the number two player in the country. Uh, Jeremiah Smith is everything you alluded to. He's one of the best prospects at wide receiver to come out in a long, long time. He is it. And I'm ready to bump that up to 30 percent um, uh, on the meter. I was at 10 percent. But it, the fact is, he, he visited. And like you said, we have to follow the visits. If he comes back for the spring game, he come back in summer during the Friday night lights thing that we have. Those are the visits I really want to truly follow and see how they turn out. And then maybe my meter goes up, up, up. And, and if we get him, this is going to be, and it's not only him, we're going to talk about some other guys later, but him and some of these other guys, this is the class, this is going to be a special class. And then this is what I was hoping for. And he's one of those key cogs, one of those key pieces and turning this, this uh, recruiting class that, that could be, uh, good or great into elite, and, and we may be approaching that status if we can solidify this commitment. And I am at thirty percent. Uh, and, and the article came out. And DJ said he, and I was, I, I didn't want the article out, but DJ was saying he felt really, really, really. And they put that in the article. Sometimes I think they do stuff like that despite us uh, to to make uh, to to make headlines. Of course, they want people to uh, to read the articles, but. To, to deter the kids, say, oh, DJ feels like that. Just, I, I hate when they do stuff like that to maybe try to create some kind of animosity. Um, but if DJ is feel, feeling good, and I believe in DJ, then I'm going to feel good, too. But I'm only going to feel good to about 30%. CJ, you got any thoughts? I, I remember watching uh, last year when we had Friday Night Lights and Jeremiah Smith came to Friday Night Lights, um, and he was playing in that scrimmage. And I was like, it just immediately just jumps off the page to you, you know, as a kid that you're like, wow, that kid is it. Um, so you've got to try here. You've got to recruit your your butt off to try to get a kid like Jeremiah Smith because he is that good. I, I don't know if he's going to flip to Florida. I, I don't know. There's, we've got a whole football season to play. He's got a senior season to play. I don't know what his, his mindset is when he wants to, you know, shut this thing down. Um, you know, he's committed to Ohio State, but, you know, some around the industry kind of believe that maybe that's not as, you know, binding. It's just kind of a like a placeholder at the moment, which is kind of funny to me. Um, and then there are questions, too, about Heartline. We saw Heartline shopping for a head coach job in this offseason. Um, so maybe maybe that's kind of worrisome. You know, their ace in the hole is, you know, you're kind of based all you're going to get coached by the best. You're going to get coached by Brian Heartline. And he was, you know, shopping for a head coach job, you know, in the offseason. So maybe that isn't as binding to some kids as it was, um, you know, last year. Um, you know, I'm glad to see DJ doing his part. The guy has not lied to us, not once, about how hard he was going to work to try to recruit kids in this class. It really, really helps out a lot. It's It's got a great effect on kids when, when you look at a five-star caliber quarterback like DJ Lagway. Who's who's saying, hey man, come come play with me. We're gonna get um you're gonna get things done here. I want you to be part of something special. Coach Napier has this vision, and I you know I really believe in it. Um, so it it, it can't do anything but help. 
We'll see how many times he comes back to visit. It, fortunately for us, it's not like, you know, Jeremiah Smith has to make some, you know, long trek to come visit. He's pretty close. So it's not like, you know, it's that hard. And it's not hard for us to go visit him either. Um, so, you know, he's right here in your backyard. Do you really want to go play in Ohio? Do you really want to go play in the blizzard? Or would you rather just stay in sunny Florida um, right here with us? And I think that's a, there's a lot to sell there, you know, and, and I, I'm not going to put like a percentage confidence on it. I definitely feel better now than I did like prior because, you know, it, it, when he committed to Ohio State, you just kind of slammed the door. You're like, okay, well, you know, we lost one to Heartline. Oh, well, um, now he's kind of opened that up a little bit. So we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm not in those rooms. I'm not in those meetings. I can't speak to any of that. But um, there was a lot of really positive uh, feedback from his visit. So, you know, that's that's always great. And make no mistake, it, it's going to it's gonna take a lot more than recruiting to get this kid. I mean, we know what age we're in. We, we know what what kind of battle we're going to face here. Um, it's not going to take uh, mythical Jaden Rashada numbers, but it's going to take a lot. You know, but here's the thing. I think this staff is willing to do whatever it takes to get this kid. Got to. Um, I I may have even heard such a a rumor that they were willing to do whatever it takes to get this kid. So we'll see. This is a, this is a prove it deal. You want to play big boy football and you want to recruit the top tier recruits in the country. Cause I tell you right now, I don't care if, if Jeremiah's, you know, if he flipped to Florida today, his ranking ain't falling. I seriously doubt it. This kid is a bona fide star. If they, if they did, then they'd really out themselves. Like that yeah. would just be that would be that the ultimate be... out. Oh well, Jeremiah Smith, best wide receiver prospect we've seen five six years. I think we'll drop him to about thirty seven. That sounds about right. Yeah, just a four star. He's a four yeah. star. Now. Well, he's a fringe prospect. Didn't, fringe. didn't see he's enough on... on his senior tape to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> but let's let's <laughs> but guys this staff is not sitting on their hands at the wide receiver position um and it seems like the staff is bringing these kids in in positional waves if that makes any sense like you know defensive linemen we got a lot of defensive linemen coming this weekend um it, it it's sh- shaping up to be and a few other kids but a lot of defensive and, and offensive linemen are coming this weekend. Last weekend, it was wide receiver weekend is what they should have called it at University of Florida. Uh, just some names we're going to run by you. We talked about, you know, Jeremiah Smith. Well, his uh, buddy from South Florida, Josiah Trader, who's like the number 21 overall prospect in the country, he surprisingly showed up on campus Saturday. Now, I say surprisingly because we didn't know about it, but. I'm guessing the coaches probably did. Big time wide receiver. I mean, another five star wide receiver. That's not enough. Nicar was in town over the weekend. Nicar, number forty one overall recruit in the composite wide receiver, committed to Georgia. You know, you always like to see your rivals' commits coming to campus. Um, I'm sure uh, Kirby wasn't too thrilled to, to hear that. Um, Chance Robinson was on on campus. I believe it was Friday. Number 138 overall prospect in the country, wide receiver. Uh, earlier this week, I believe it was Tuesday, we uh, we sent out an offer to Million Graham, five-star wide receiver out of um, Indiana. Now, that's a kid that's that's favored to Ohio State right now, as you would expect. Kid from that area, Brian Hartline, 
hey, maybe that's a contingency. You know, maybe that's there. Hey, we'll take Jeremiah Smith and y'all take Millie and Graham and we'll call it a day. <laughs> um, but this staff, man, and uh, you've seen it since Billy G got back into the building that they have really gone all out on, on some on wide receivers. And these are good wide receivers. No projects on the wide receiver board right now. Plenty of really good targets. And that's what you want to see. And guess what? They're not six foot four, six foot five, and run a four seven. So uh, Billy has made it known. Billy Napier has made it known. This is the kind of wide receiver that we're after. This is the list of names that we want. Billy G, go get them. <laughs> so earlier, guys, we were talking about the Corey Raymond effect, and um, you know, as Josiah Trader committed and all, and his in Corey Raymond's evaluations. Man, there's a lot going on, and this there's rumors in the wind that this DB class could be pretty much wrapped by the spring game or shortly thereafter. A lot of rumors in the wind on the streets, wherever they may be. Um. <laughs> news came out this week five star safety well first off five star safety uh xavier uh Filsimi dropped his top five today earlier this this afternoon and um florida gators made that cut along with georgia and a few other schools that we don't care about lsu was on there no texas schools for the texas recruit they can't afford them they're too busy paying running backs yeah they're too busy paying out running back uh <laughs> tabs um now it was also came out earlier this week that that young man's going to be taking a visit here for the spring game. Hey, you know, um, I start to put those pieces together. You're here a couple weeks ago. You're coming back for the spring game, dropping top fives. I'm not saying it's going to get done on the spring game, but follow the visits, man. That's what you do in this business. Corey Raymond got his target right there. You know, um, Tuesday, cornerback uh, Xavier Mincy visited Florida. Big 6'3 prospect out of mainland Florida, 190, 165 overall in the composite. A kid that a lot of people think is is drastically underrated at 165 in the country. So, um, And it's also rumored that sometime between now and the spring game, um, Jamari Howard is going to visit again. Now, Jamari Howard, of course, we talked about last week cornerback committed to Michigan State out of Florida, currently jumped all the way up to 103 in the composite a, a week or so ago. Uh, this DB class is coming together rather quickly. There's a lot of rumors that that young man might be on the verge of flipping. Um, I know he took some other trips. He went to Florida State, but there wasn't, there isn't near the hype coming out of those visits as there is the, the Florida visit. And look, man, you give Corey Raymond the whole room and say, Corey, do what you do. You're the GOAT. And it looks like he might be uh saying, look, I need to get this recruiting thing wrapped up. I got some young bucks I need to coach. I don't got time to do this recruiting thing right now. We got to, you know, got to teach some technique. You took the words out of my mouth, man. That's, that's what I was thinking. Of course, man, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to focus on the season. So I'm gonna go ahead and get this. Uh, my class all sold up and everything, and then I because I got the whole secondary this year, and I'm trying to get them coached up and, and focus on uh, with this new defense coordinator the schemes we're gonna be running. So let me go ahead and get uh, my my commits in early and knock that out real quick. 
But that's what he's doing. Yeah, Corey, Corey Raymond's trying to uh, expedite this whole process. He wants yeah. to get yeah. this thing done. So Corey Raymond's like, man, I ain't, I'm got, getting, I'm I ain't, getting got, I ain't got time for this. I gotta I'm get getting older. I don't like making all these trips. I don't, you know, y'all come to me. I'm going to sell you on it. Watch me coach these kids in practice. See what exactly. kind of coaching you're going to get if you That's come right. to the University of Florida. And I love that. Hey, y'all come hang out with me at practice once, twice, three times, however many times you want to. Watch how I'm going to coach you and turn you into an NFL player like Pat Pete, like Honey Badger, you know, all the names that he's putting in the NFL. Yeah, the uh, scroll of names. Yeah, the scroll. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, and the man sells himself. Now, we wish we'd have sold some five stars last cycle, but, you know, the price tags were kind of insane. But I think we, some I of think the prospects are pay. kind of insane. Given what I've seen out of Jakeem Jackson so far early in, in spring camp, that young man might – he's going to be playing this season. I mean, it's just inevitable. Uh, we've heard Sharif Denson getting some, some reps. You know, all these kids. Corey Raymond's going to do what Corey Raymond does. So – we might see some 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 names start falling on the board here very quickly, and I, I'm here for it, man. Um, y'all got any other thoughts about that before we move on? No, nah, pretty much said it all. Just sit, <laughs> yeah, man. Just sit back. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. I I love it. I'm here for it. Um, one other little bit of news. Earlier this week, the Florida Gators extended an um offer to um Benton Warren. An offensive tackle out of Sugarland, Texas. Bent Warren's number currently sits as the number two hundred and twenty-five player in the composite. Six seven, three hundred and fifteen pounds. Entering into his not even done with his junior season. He's still growing. I talked about needing offensive tackles <laughs> last week. This staff is like, we're going to go find some big bodies that match what we want to do. Uh, Corey, uh, sorry, Coach Napier talked about it yesterday at the end of his press conference about the size of the offensive and defensive lines finally getting to where him and his staff want it. And this is just another example of a kid that matches that just like Caden Jones, that six, 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 seven tremendous wingspan kind of guys for their offensive tackles. I hope we land a couple of them this year, man. Like I said, last week on the show, not trying to harp back on my points, but we really could use it. So, yes, sir. Y'all got anything y'all want to add to the to the recruiting nuggets before we move on to some team talk? No, I mean, uh, just a quick thing is um, I, I want uh, I want our fans to be excited. I, I stuck my my uh, reputation on that this class is going to be the one. Um, I'm still thinking we can get in that top five range with uh, the guys that I see that we recruit and the guys that we already have on, on now. So it's up to the staff to close. Uh, I think Corey Raymond is going to do his job. Um, I, my, my worry is is still the offensive line. If we can get a couple of key guys there, then that will solidify what I think will be a top five class. So uh, I'm still sticking to that. So fans, get excited because I think we're going to pull it off. I think we're going to have the top five class. Yes, sir. And like I said, guys, there's some really good visitors coming into town this weekend. I don't want to throw that out there yet because it's not public knowledge and it's not my place to put it out there. Um, the staff doesn't want a lot of this stuff out there for yeah. obvious reasons. Um, you're going to see one current commit in town the next day or so. Um, one that I think we'll all feel better with him taking a visit. 
I'll just say that. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of big, big boys on the offensive and defensive line that I'd love to see us uh, make a serious run at. So a lot of exciting things happening on the recruiting front, man. It is a fluid situation. Um, but, hey, like we were saying offline before the show, man, pro day at, at the University of Florida tomorrow. What a great time to have these kids come in, man. You've got scouts. Scouts from all 32 NFL teams are going to be here. Yep. So what a time you bring these kids in. Like, look, you come to Florida, man. Look at this. You talk to these scouts. Like, hey, I walk over and talk to an NFL scout. Hey, can I pick your brain for a second? What do y'all look for? I'm a defensive lineman. I want to be the next All American. What what do I what do I need to work on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Sure. That's true. It's a it's it's a cool opportunity for these kids, man. And then you get to watch practice and watch the coaches you might you might play for. So. Excuse me. As we mentioned, guys, last night, the Florida Gators uh, had a scrimmage. Um, Before we get to that, we do want to talk real quick about the Michael Mazuka situation. Obviously, last week after we did the show, Mike Mazuka sent out a tweet, said he was going to enter his name in the transfer portal. Um, And then that tweet was deleted. And Coach Napier addressed the situation last night at his press conference. Uh, Micah is dealing with an injury, uh, supposedly a torn labrum. He had the surgery earlier this week, already had the surgery. They're hoping to have him back by fall. I, I, I feel like that's a little on the optimistic side with the torn labrum. That's usually, what would you say, CJ, a four to six months kind of thing? Isn't that? Yeah, I mean, it takes, it takes a while. It depends on how bad you tore it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of factors in there. I'm no um, doctor, but. So, and as Nap- Coach Napier said, the young man's frustrated. It's the social media age, the first thing kids do. They run to social media. They air their grievances and their frustrations. Um, you know, you'd always hope that you'd go talk to your coaches first before you do that. Sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. We've seen it with our team and plenty of other teams in the past. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that all is well and Michael Mizuno is going to be playing left guard for some time at in the foreseeable future for the Florida Gators. We don't know yet, but as of right now, it sounds like they've, they've patched things up. They've mended the differences and the young man is, is just going to be in recovery for now. So we wish him the best, Micah. If you ever hear this, man, good luck to you. We hope you're okay. We hope to see you playing guard for the university of Florida in the near future. <clears throat> so guys, um, little scrimmage action. Uh, I, obviously I wasn't at the scrimmage. Y'all weren't at the scrimmage. So we can just, you know, we've seen one clip of, uh, Max Brown throwing a football and now everybody wants Max Brown to be the starting quarterback. At the University QB one, QB one, baby. I mean, I can't doubt it. Hey, the sexiest position at the University of Florida is the backup quarterback. It always That's has right. been. It's always the best one. <laughs> Steve Spurrier made that popular, baby. I mean, you know, that Pfizer goes flying and in comes the backup. <laughs> and that's just how it's always been. Now Florida's like, oh, well, the backup might be better. We saw it last year with he who shall not be named anymore when he would come into a game. Um, you know, he lit up Eastern Washington, and then everybody wanted him to be the quarterback. You know, we're a rowdy group of fans, man. We can't ever be happy with our quarterback. And, no. and we've already decided that Graham Mertz or Jack Miller is not going to be the answer. And they may not be, guys. They they absolutely may not be, but guess what? It's more than likely that one of that 
that one of those young men is going to get the first snap at the first game. It's just what it is. I'm not saying Max Brown isn't going to play this year. I'd probably be surprised if he does. I mean, if Max, Brown, if Max Brown wins the job, then so be it. If he's the best guy for the job, then hell, throw yeah, that man yeah, out there. I'm not, I'm not saying that we need to start Mertz, you know, be damned, you know, but like – it's most likely going to be Graham Murphy's guys. Quarterback <laughs> like, is a sink or swim position. We all know it. I mean, you're either going to go out there and you're going to excel or at least tread the water. Or yeah. they're going to find the next guy that can. Yeah. People people got to understand this is like week three of practice, I believe. Like week three, if I'm not mistaken. Graham Mertz has, has been in this system for two and a half weeks. <laughs> yeah. And, and Miller has been in it for over a year. So he's And should. injured half of that. Yeah. Yeah. So – um, it's expected that he may look a little better early on because he knows. What he I, I would, I would say at this point, of those three quarterbacks, Max Brown probably has the most practice snaps out of any of them. Oh yeah, exactly. he's been thirteen yeah. quarterbacks so much. <laughs> I mean, so we're not going, we're not going to dwell on that. Um, a couple other notes I want to talk about. One that that was really surprising to me that I heard Coach talk about as he addressed the Mizuka situation was uh, freshman Roderick Kearney getting some snaps at the center position. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I'm all for that. <laughs> Mr. Kingsley, you either uh, – Better learn how to play football. You better, you better step it on up because the big man – Now, we've also heard – he also really hinted on uh, Najee Harris looking really sharp. And that's so, what I was thinking was going to be the center. He's played center, but uh, – we we need depth there anyway, so it's good to see those two freshmen. Once uh, again, once again, like we just said about the quarterback position, hey, if you if they give you the opportunity and you excel at it and you can take that man's job, I got no problem with it. I don't care who you are. Oh yeah, if, whoever's <laughs> the best for the job, whoever wins it, wins it. That's yeah. the way I've always looked at it. I don't care what class you are. I don't care how old you are. If you're the best person to put on the field right then, you should get the job. You just want the best twenty two. The best twenty-two right. guys on the field, absolutely, right. and, it's, um, and it's good. Even though we 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 kind of bashed offensive line coaches as far as getting key guys, Kearney was rated kind of high, but uh, it's good to see those two freshmen come in and 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 make an impact early. A lot of people were high on Najee Harris, you included, Wes. I know yeah. you were. Um, a lot of people were very high on Najee, and he played good competition. He played at IMG. I mean, it's not yeah. like he's been, you know, at Nashville, Georgia. Early. Yeah, he locked in. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he locked in early. He's been pro Florida Gators for yep. a year Based or more. Yep. I mean, the guy wanted to be here. So, man, you know, with that kind of drive and commitment, if he wins the job, hell yeah, I'd love to have Najee be my starting center. Who yep. wouldn't? Um, One thing that you could really tell Billy Napier was encouraged about in this press conference, if you watched it or if you listened to it, was the defensive side of the ball. Um, he really perked up talking about the defensive side of the ball and, and some individuals that are really showing growth in year two. And let me just start this by saying everyone that was either at the scrimmage or has seen practices continues to rave about our Austin Armstrong and the energy he is bringing to the defense and how well the kids are responding to him being their coach. Crooks and all. So, Yes, that has to translate onto the field in a real game. We we yes. know. Everybody knows that. But it's good to hear. We didn't hear this 
encouraging stuff last year. I don't recall hearing it Mm-mm. about Tony. And now I heard he was cool playing Xbox with the kids with Shamar. We've heard that story. But I don't recall hearing or seeing pictures of him jumping up into a huddle and kids screaming back at him and them in a huddle just getting hyped up. Um, and so he, you know, the energy starts with him. And Coach went on to talk about kids that have improved themselves this year. Uh, the first one he mentioned, shout, Wes's boy, Justice Boone. said Justice Boone is is looks like a different – I mean, he's just come in with a more serious attitude about his, his body, about his playing, everything. was very encouraged to see that. He was really high on a lot of the defensive linemen, Princely, um, Powell, those three guys. Obviously, all three played major snaps last year. But he was, he said, each one of those has improved. I can't even. Wow, I mean, I you know, I thought in the when they played last year, given what they had played before that, they all looked pretty well. Yeah. So if you see those kids take the next step and improve, awesome. Big time. One other kid that I've heard about that has massively improved over what we saw on the field last year, and it shouldn't come as a surprise to me, you know, most is Jason Marshall. Coach said Jason has just been fantastic. Others that have seen Jason Marshall in practice have said he is locking it down. Um, Obviously, Corey Raymond, once again, having the whole secondary this year, got everybody on the same page. Uh, I'm looking forward. You know, Jason Marshall took a lot of criticism last year in a new system with a bunch of guys around him that maybe couldn't do their job effectively and didn't allow him to do so. Not taking, not taking the blame away from Jason because he obviously had some some bad spots last year, but I think he lost a little confidence with the way things went down, and it's very encouraging to hear that that young man has one eighty'd and um, is looking like the lockdown corner that we thought he would be. Guys, you got any other thoughts of things that you heard about the scrimmage or players? Yeah, to to piggyback on what you said about Jason Marshall, I mean, if the fans don't remember, he was a borderline five-star coming out of high school. So the kid is talented. So to see him live up to uh, his talent is amazing. Uh, one guy I did hear uh, a lot of things uh, about, I'll just pick one guy and save some for uh, CJ there, is Shamar James. Uh, yes, that was another one. I, I've heard about him playing the linebacker position is in his in a year or two with him as far as being in uh, – Similar system with Armstrong is, is he's flying around. And he looks like uh, an all-world linebacker. Um, I, if he can do or some uh, be something similar to what Jared Davis was here, because I feel like that's was our truly our last. No, no, no disrespect to David Reese and um, and uh, Miller, but uh, an athletic, fast linebacker from side to side, from sideline to sideline is what we've been missing for a while. And those guys were solid. I love Ventrell and I love David Reese. Those guys were prototypical linebacker, but Jared Davis was sideline to sideline, and I miss that in our defense, and hopefully Shamar James can be that next uh, uh, linebacker that can roam side to the sideline. We just see him flash and make plays everywhere because he was very, he was also very, very highly rated coming in, so uh, good to see him doing things there. CJ, yeah, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, we've heard a lot about like Shamar being just a very vocal leader on the defense and getting everybody lined up, which is what you want from your linebacker. You know, he's the captain of the defense. You know, what Ventrell, you saw 
last year as Ventrell went, the defense went because he was the leader of the defense. And without him, we obviously struggled. You saw Shamar kind of come into his own a lot last year, and Shamar was a fine linebacker last year, especially in coverage. So he's going to be a good player. He's growing. You know, he's he's now just a sophomore, and he's already looking like the best linebacker we have on the team. Um, and Jason Marshall is a situation where there's a lot expected from the number one cornerback at the University of Florida because every other number one cornerback in the University of Florida is a first-round draft pick. He is a big deal every year. You can go down the list. We can talk about Kair Elam. We can talk about C.J. Henderson. We can talk about Vernon Hargraves. It's a big position. It's important here. So when we see our guy that's supposed to be the number one corner struggle, he gets a lot of criticism. And to see Jason Marshall, he's going to have to grow into that. He's going to have to be the number one corner. He's going to step up. He's definitely talented enough. We all know he's talented enough. I've seen Jason Marshall do great things. And there's a lot of times you don't talk about Jason Marshall at all because he's doing his job. You, I mean, if he's if he's locking down one side of the field, you're not going to talk about it. They're not going to throw his way. He's not going to have 20 interceptions in a season. It's just not going to happen because they don't throw it. So uh, Jason Marshall is definitely going to be improved. And, you know, and I think he could work himself into definitely a, a first-round talent, just like we've seen from our last defensive backs, especially with uh, Corey Raymond coaching him now. But just a lot of great things coming out about a lot of the young players in practice doing a great job um, trying to learn. I've, I've heard a lot of stuff about the defense. It's just night and day um, compared to what we saw last year with the energy on the field, how they attack on the field. Their mindset is different. And like I said, you just went in with a lot of guys last year that just had a lot of bad habits. That they had to unlearn. They had to learn how to do things the right way. And they also had to learn no, not to break down into doing things the old way when everything started to get thick. So now you've had a whole year of a lot of guys like Boone um, and, and like and like Umon Yellen who, who can now grow in the system. And they, they're only going to get better because we know they're talented players. We know they're athletes. They just needed to be coached, right? And I think that Coach Armstrong is a guy that we really needed on defense to really inject some life into this defensive side of the football and give us some energy, you know, give us that kind of jolt in the arm that we need. That way we're not all out there walking around sleepwalking. Yeah, I really think that if if Mitchell and Wilson can lock down those two safety spots and just give us moderate play, you know, I'd like to see, you know, obviously I, I we expect a lot of things out of our safeties after all the great safeties we've had here, especially the last 20 years. Um, I think this defense can take a significant jump. Just think about how much different last season would have been with just an average defense. Now, granted, now now this year you're flipping, you're turning a different page. You don't have AR, you know, back there taking snaps and changing things around for you. But how much pressure do you take off your quarterback when you don't have to try to score every single drive because your defense is going to give up another touchdown or a field goal yeah. or at least give you bad field position? Yeah. Like it's just, you know, you, except for two games last year, you couldn't count on the defense not to do that to you. Right. And I'm sure going into those games, they weren't counting on it. I mean, it just, it, they just happened to play their ass off for six quarters, the second half of AM and the first and the whole game against South Carolina. I'm really looking forward to it, man. I can't wait to the fall and see how, how things start to shape up. Oh, one other guy I want to talk about offense that looked real good before we move on. Um, Arliss Boardingham just continues to get major shout outs. And um, also, that also leads me to talking about. Uh, Keon Zipper, of course, if you haven't heard, 
had a knee injury and is going to miss a significant amount of time per Coach Napier. Uh, early um, word was it was a torn patella tendon and possibly an ACL. So I hate it for, for Keon. The kid just can't seem to, to stay healthy, has a lot of potential. We hope the best for him. But it really does sound like uh, this tight end position is Arliss Boardingham's world and everyone else is just living in it right now. I have heard a lot of good stuff about Xanders, though. Xanders has come in in great shape uh, this yeah, season. And Livingston as well. He's lost a lot. Xanders has lost a lot of weight. He's cut. He's gotten a lot more muscle on him. Uh, he's faster. Well, he than knows he was what last position year. he's playing for sure now. Right. So, <laughs> so he's he's looking a lot better. So we'll see how how the the tight end room grows. But we're going to need I big really, things from that room this year. I really think that Arliss Boardingham is probably going to probably going to be the starting tight end, at least in our past situations. Yes. Reed two I mean, the kid's just – he's just – if he could turn into what we think he's going to be – who do you get to cover a kid like that? That big, that fast? It just, it just won't happen. We just want, we want to say the name, but we're not going to say the name because that ain't fair to Arliss right now. I said Jordan. That's why I said Jordan Reed. Yeah, there, Jordan. there you go. That's that's, I don't even think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jordan Reed I know what was, was, was a, was a uh, dang, you know, all pro, you know, all pro in the NFL. Yeah. Um. So that's going to do it, guys, for the team notes. Obviously, you know, spring practice still going on. We're leading up to the spring game on the 13th. So more news will be coming next week. As we hear it, we'll bring it to you. But, guys, let's just talk about that, the fact that this is – you know, this is just Jack Caglione's world, and we're all just damn living in it right now. <laughs> all living in it. He's, we're I, all I, just I, living in it. And I put out a tweet this week that, you know, Shohei Otani definitely sleeps in Jack Caglione pajamas every <laughs> night. For sure. <laughs> CJ, saw, take us around the bases, man. I saw I saw today that uh, one of the baseball sites on Twitter posted that LSU might have the best pitcher and the best player in college baseball, to which I quote retweeted and said, Florida has this too, except his name is Jack Caglione. Because Jack Caglione continues to be the talking point. You win a game pitching on Sunday. You, you've hit three home runs in the series you're up to 17 home runs on the season already. You lead the country. It, it's ridiculous. I, I have never seen anybody just absolutely. I saw somebody say, oh, you know, the SEC, they're juicing the baseballs. Or they're playing in Cracker Box stadiums. Whatever. I don't care. I'm not listening to any of that crap. This guy's hit 17 freaking home runs. And and I don't care if you put the damn ball 600 yards, 600 feet out. It's still going over because he's hitting it that, that gum far. I mean, we go into Ole Miss and we sweep Ole Miss. I mean, just absolutely tear them a new one. The the defending College World Series champions in Oxford. It's the first time the Florida Gators have swept Ole Miss in Oxford since 1988. We go in there, we dominate. Our pitching looked great. The bullpen has come alive. They are much better than where they were at the start of the season. We can hit. And guess what? Wyatt Langford is back. And I don't mean he's just back as in he's in the lineup again. Oh, no. Wyatt Langford hit himself a home run. <laughs> he, he, he picked up where he left off. Who did? And he was playing. He played. Yes. <laughs> he's just he's amazing. They throw him. He plays left field now. He's already play, back playing in the field again. After an injury that, that nobody thought this timeline would, would happen. They didn't think. They thought he was going to miss this next series against Auburn. And, and look where he's at. He's already back in the lineup, and that's only going to help everything else. Florida is absolutely just tearing the cover off the ball. They're, they look great. 
The baseball team is tearing it up. We've got our series against Auburn this weekend. Auburn is a good team. Auburn's not a bad team. They're not a top 25 team right now. Uh, I think they have been in the top 25 or on the edge of it most of the season. Uh, they're a good team, but they're coming into the park in Gainesville and Condren for our weekend series. The Gators haven't lost a weekend series yet. We've only lost uh, one game on the weekend thus far, or excuse me, two games on the weekend series thus far. So, I mean, the kids are tearing it up on the weekends. So I, I don't expect anything different from the Florida Gators. Uh, we did not play the game last night against Florida State. It had to be rescheduled due to weather. Um, so we'll, we'll get back to that again. Of course, we'll have to uh, play uh, Bethune-Cookman after uh, after the Auburn series, and we'll go into the weekend series, I believe, against Texas A&M after that. Um, so so we'll, we'll get that picked up down the line to try to make sure we take the series against Florida State. The guys look great. Uh, and I'll throw in a little nugget of some football, baseball recruiting news. Austin Simmons, 2025 quarterback recruit, was offered a baseball scholarship by the University of Florida as well. So now Kevin O'Sullivan, our ace recruiter, is on the case with our 2025 quarterback. That pretty much means it's a done deal then. That's right. I mean, if Sully drops the offer, I mean, that's just like coming in and driving a, a Cadillac right up to him and saying, here you go, son. man it's a fun time to follow this baseball team if you're not following the florida gator baseball uh twitter page you should be i mean it's just like uh, what another home run what another home run like it's just man what a fun time and a fun team to watch guys that's all we got for you this week man um but man that's a lot of information we covered in 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 a 50 minute show it's an exciting time right now, man. Like I said at the beginning of the show, lots of recruiting stuff going on. The football team out there at spring practice, the baseball team ripping the cover off the ball each and every time they they step up to the plate. It's just it's it's good to have the positive news in Gator Nation right now, and we're glad we can be out here, you know, sharing some of that with you and you know just interacting with y'all like we always do. Um, before we get out of here, I want to remind y'all make sure you go check out the YouTube channel and subscribe to it because as we do each and every Saturday, we'll be dropping our newest episode of Pod of the People, episode six. Of course, if you haven't listened to Pod of the People yet, that's where we take your questions and we go ahead and try to bring some answers to them. And then we have our weekly community question, which this week was a lot of fun. Um, we'll talk about that on the Pod of the People episode. So make sure y'all come on to the YouTube channel, subscribe to it, and I'll uh, Check that show out, man. We we get some laughs on that show about some of the questions and answers we get to do and whatnot. Uh, CJ, anything you want to add before we jump? Man, just make sure you guys always support us as creators. Go to the Patreon. Go to the Twitter. Subscribe. Please help us on YouTube. Please help us on YouTube. We've got 2,000 people that are on Twitter following us. I'd love to get 1,000 of you to come over to the YouTube channel. Just subscribe. I don't care if you watch it on YouTube or not. Just come subscribe. Help us out. Just make a YouTube account. Subscribe to us. It helps us out a ton. It helps us you know, to get goals that we want to achieve to, to better um, our product and what we do. We can do a lot more fun things the further along and the bigger the following gets. So you guys can help us out with that. Make sure you follow every one of us on Twitter, follow the page on Twitter, interact with us there. We have a lot of great stuff that we put out there over there. Information wise, uh, of course, the community question gets posted on Twitter and the Facebook group. So you can go over there and make sure you respond and commute uh, with the Facebook group with the other uh, Gator fans like yourself, uh, kind of have conversation over there with everyone else and things that we post over there with the pod of the people things and 
ask your questions and that way we can read them on the pod for you and answer some of the questions you have for us. Absolutely. Take us home, Wes. All right. Appreciate it. You guys covered everything. I don't think I have anything to add as far as that is concerned. Uh, again, we thank you guys. Our spring game is approaching. So uh, stay tuned as we continue to get more nuggets and notes from these scrimmages that we're having and these visits that are heating up as well. Uh, and then we can give you guys some notes as far as the spring game. We'll let you know what kind of pie we'll do that week as well, because that's going to be a special week because of uh, the day our scrimmages uh, um not a scrimmage our spring game is scheduled so we'll be getting to you guys on when we're going to be handling that as well um but we again we thank you guys and uh, as always this is a, a podcast that supports our troops so uh thank you all out there that are serving our country uh and we really really appreciate you for giving us the freedom to do what we do we thank you guys and as always go gators go gators, go gators. good night